Two Guys, One Shaker Cup Podcast, hosted by Joshua Shaw and Ryan Buckeye. What up, boys and girls, children of all ages? It is Josh Shaw, Ryan Buckeye, back with Two Guys, One Shaker Cup. Tis the season, jolly, jolly, Joshua. You should be wearing your Santa hat. You should really be wearing your Santa hat because you come bearing gifts today on the podcast. You're going to tell our <laughs> listeners how to navigate the shitstorm of Black Friday and Cyber Monday. I heard you have the most spectacular deals to share with people on this Thanksgiving day. I'm going to be running crazy deals on my consulting services. No, I'm not. Nobody, <laughs> I don't do that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. But we'll kind of start this off by, Ryan, do you, do you partake or have you partook, I guess, in uh, Black Friday craziness? Um, I have as a kid with my mom, uh, one time in college. Otherwise, I stay the fuck away from the stores. Do you go online now and shop or no? Well, the thing is, like, all these Black Friday deals start early. It's like, hey, Black Friday, and it's two weeks before Black Friday. So, and, yeah, I go online, but I've also, like, historically found some of the same deals, like, weeks after Black Friday, too. But, I mean, in the, the sports nutrition space, I will vouch that the deals on Black Friday and Cyber Monday are pretty fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Black Friday... It's funny because I was never, I'm not much of a shopper at all, especially in store. And uh, my sister was was different than me. So growing up, she would be the one that would go out to the stores like and camp out and do this crazy stuff. And I'm like, never made any sense to me because I'm like, do you really need that TV for a hundred bucks or do you really need the whatever she was kind of shopping for? I, I didn't really understand it. But now as an adult, especially with um, online, I end up doing a, a good amount of like shopping over those couple of days. Like sometimes there's really good uh, plane tickets, uh, mm. or there's you know certain things I need for my business, like a maybe a new laptop or computer, uh, uh, bag or you know some type of uh, camera equipment or something like that. Right. So I end up buying like more things for just like my business, just because it's you know kind of there. Right. But um, it's in our space, sports nutrition space. I can't remember when it kind of started, but I I do remember the last maybe five years that it's gotten like really crazy that it's each year kind of continuously has been getting bigger. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Like you open up your emails that morning, um, somewhere around, maybe after Thanksgiving dinner, um, sometimes maybe even that Friday morning, and you have dozens of supplement companies hawking, you know, 30%, 50%, you know, buy this, get this, do this, whatever. It's like, how do you keep it straight? And on your side, being that you have to work with all these brands, I'm sure they're wanting you to push all these deals out. Oh, yeah. How do you keep all straight? Well, I mean, first off, I'm the one that actually pitched it to keep it straight. So they don't all come at me with like, Ryan, I want you to do this, this, and this. No, I'm going to create one landing page for Black Friday. I'm going to put a 500 by 500 pixel graphic of your sale. If you can't fit it on that graphic, you're fucked. I'm not putting two graphics. You get one graphic, and that way I can send one email out to my database and say, here are the best sales of Black Friday. They can come on there like a shopping mall and decide what they want to do instead of have to sift through 20 different emails. So for me, that works. And you're right. Like in this space, the Black Friday deals are sometimes like stupid crazy. And like they have the tiered approaches, spend 75, spend 150, spend 250, spend 500, yada, yada, bunch of free swag, uh, just massive discounts. And it's like, I mean, brands will do, I believe like I was, I was talking to a brand recently and they think they're gonna do like 8 million over like the Black Friday holiday, which is like, a lot of fucking money a lot through their direct-to-consumer website. That is a lot of money. Now, you probably can guess who that brand is, but that is a lot of money, Josh. What would you do with $8 million in four days? 
Yeah, especially because it's direct to consumers. So you're getting a good chunk of uh, margin, regardless of how many giveaways and freebies and things you got on there. Plus, the cash is coming to you quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't have to worry about net you know, 30 or net 60 with one of your retail partners. So right. that's, uh, that's a good windfall for you. The hardest thing to navigate as a consumer for these things is like, do I buy on Black Friday or is this motherfucking brand going to come out with something on Monday that's going to beat my Black Friday sale? Or if I wait, am I going to miss out on a good sale that I could have got on, on Friday? So that is like the biggest predicament as a consumer you have because nine times, I mean, 99.9% of the time, that brand's doing a sale for Friday and Monday and they're different. But which one is better? That is like a guessing game as a consumer. And I've been on both sides of the coin before. Like I've bought on Friday and Monday it was like 10% off even more. I was like, you son of a bitch. But I've also like <laughs> done the vice versa thing where I came out on the winning end. So it, it's a predicament as a consumer. I, I was looking up um, some stats around uh, Black Friday last year, and I was actually surprised to see that online sales on Black Friday, and then like they also accounted for um, Thanksgiving, like that after after dinner Thanksgiving mm-hmm. part. Um, there was actually like nine point nine billion dollars in sales uh, during that time online, and then on Cyber Monday there was only seven point nine billion dollars. So you actually had more online sales on Black Friday than you did on Cyber Monday, which doesn't make sense to me because the point of Cyber Monday is supposed to be for the online retailers. But um, I think a lot of them get uh, get early. They they kind of want everybody to um, you know spend their money early because I think they I think it's 82 or so percent of people shop during that Black Friday weekend into Cyber Monday um, Americans. So mm-hmm. it's you have 82 percent of people looking to buy something could be anything. And I think they said somewhere around. Uh, $500 or so per person gets spent. So there's a lot of spending that's happening uh, across this weekend. And as a brand or business, you're like, how do I get just a slice of this? How do I get scraps of this? Because the majority of them are going to go to uh, the biggest retailers. So Amazon, I think it's about 30%. And then Walmart gets about like 25%, which is like, um, I don't know what it breaks down to like dollar amounts, but that's like shoppers that say they're going to go on one of those retailers. So if you are not a uh, brand or partner with both of those retailers, you're then fighting for 50% of the dollar value left there. Uh, I think most people are on Amazon, so it's not a big problem. So people have to really think about how do I set up my Amazon for Black Friday, for Cyber Monday, is those lightning deals, are those um, just coupons, is that just lowering prices and sending traffic towards it, whatever it is, uh, a lot of eyeballs are going to be on Amazon, so you know it's natural just to try to get uh, as many people towards your listings. Uh, Walmart is a little bit different of a beast for our industry because a lot of people uh, shy away from Walmart because they think uh, my brand is not a Walmart brand and right. I don't want to you know, sell out or I, I, I definitely would never want to associate myself with Walmart, which is completely um, stupid. But, you know, people can continue to go down that path uh, for the next couple of years and then other brands will be killing it on there and, and good luck to them. So I don't know. <laughs> it's um, Black Friday was I mean, it, it's still fairly new. I mean, this concept of Black Friday, I, I remember. Yeah, I was young. Um, I, I mean, it's less than twenty years old, right? Like this whole Black Friday phenomenon is is definitely less than twenty less than twenty years old for sure. I mean, I remember like everything was traditional brick and mortar before the the interwebs became huge. And I don't even think Cyber Monday came like even after the internet came. Like Cyber Monday took a while to even become a thing. And I think Amazon yeah. sort of like pioneered that. I, it was either Amazon or Walmart.com. It was one of the two that said like let's create this third holiday. Um, but like it, it's. It's a time of year within an artistry like that they plan for so much time in advance. Like I know, 
uh, Aaron Singerman over at Redcon One has been posting like a countdown to Black Friday for like months. It seems like he's so excited about these four days, yeah. uh, as he should be. It's a big, it's a big thing for brands. Um, but do you think brands are creative enough for Black Friday, like, or do you think there's? The, I see a lot of them just be like, well, let's just give forty percent off. I mean, sure, that's cool, but like, is there a way to really make? make more of an experience if you're an online brand too is there a way like these brands can make more of an experience around black friday cyber monday to make it more like cool for consumers to partake in or is it just like give them a discount that's all they care about that's an interesting question because part of me wants to answer this in the way that like a lot of brands over complicate it where they try to have all these different tiers and all these different contests and all these different things you need to do and, and a consumer that has like a six second um, attention span is like how do I get these things? All I want to do is figure out my deal and I want to go. So a lot of times these like straight percentages off are just as useful as, as anything else. But I tend to like when brands are going to get more creative with things because it's just interesting to shop mm-hmm. with those brands, especially if there's some aspect of a contest or a tier where you can kind of get something that's exclusive to that specific uh, brand, especially if you are a big time fan of them or big time follower of them and having access to something that's like just for that time, super exclusive. But it just kind of takes a little bit of an education with the consumer. And as a consumer, are they actually going to pay attention long enough to get it? Or are they just want to buy uh, something for a deal and they want to move on to the next one and, and kind of you know shop as many times as possible? It's, it's kind of an interesting question because there's so many ways to kind of look at it. I would love to see the sales metrics data for these brands post Black Friday. Like, I, I, I mean, I've, I've heard rumblings, but I've never seen like leading up to and post Black Friday weekend because there. I mean, I mean, your December's crushed then usually because you're usually having a lot of people stock up, um, at least on direct to consumer. You have a lot of people just stocking up on the end of November, and then they usually are buying more than one month's worth of things. So your December usually looks bad, and then January's another spike where it ends up looking pretty good. But like December, you just have to live with, it's probably going to be pretty, pretty sad looking. Yeah. Well, it's been interesting too. Like within our space, it's not just been discounts anymore either. It's, we see a lot more product launches coming out on black yeah. Friday now. Um, and it's just like, okay, you're going to get 40% off the entire line. Plus here are three new products that we're going to, we're going to launch yeah. on black Friday. Kind of even elevating this whole concept of this digital era, even more so than just a discount savings, allowing them to get these brand new products out into the hands of consumers who then can create word of mouth advertising for those products. So when they return back to regular full tail, full retail price, consumers have more of a, a confidence level in buying it. So I actually, I think that strategy is, is smart for brands to do it. Um, again, that takes a lot of planning to making sure you get your stuff ready for it. But um, I, I guess like, I mean, it, in terms of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, as a shopper, Josh, you say you, you do more online now. Like, do you ever, have you ever been in a store and seen a fight? Over a TV or, you know, I mean, just like cause we see you're not going to see a fight over a, a, a bottle of Ghost Legend or Total War. I mean, you're not, you're not going to go to the GNC and see, I don't think, unless there's like there's gold nuggets or something in it. But like it, it's it's insanity, dude. It is insanity what people are willing to do to save a few dollars. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never been in the actual store, uh, but I've seen enough of YouTube videos and Facebook videos and things. And I always get a good chuckle over it because I'm thinking, man, like just over that TV or that, you know, whatever it is that they're fighting over. It just makes me laugh a little bit because I'm like, this is this is ridiculous, like especially because you could just go online and find something that's twenty dollars more or something. It's not much of a difference materially uh, for that consumer. But it's, uh, you know, it's interesting. But um, what um 
you know, maybe to transition this a little bit into also like how are consumers finding the uh, Black Friday sales? Uh, because it always used to be when we grew up, it was the circulars. Mm -hmm. You know, you would, I remember getting that big mail uh, newspaper and having like a stack of these dang like circulars from like Toys R Us and mm -hmm. Best Buy and like all these things. And you'd, you kind of like circle things and, you know, give it to your parents for maybe what you wanted for uh, Christmas. And now it kind of, kind of transitioned away from like even email, kind of moved to email, and then it moved now into like Instagram or Pinterest or something like that where a lot of people are now finding these sales um, not necessarily on, uh, you know, circulars or emails or whatever. Now it's more on uh, social media. Right. And I was it, – it's, it's interesting how those things have shifted. And I, I looked up a stat as well, like just on 2019, they're saying a lot of it's going to shift towards like SMS, like text message because they're saying – Within like five minutes, uh, it was like 80-something percent open rate on um, within the first five minutes on your text messages. So you're going to see a lot of these uh, retailers or brands that you have given your uh, phone number to are going to text you um, this holiday. You're going to see that as being a shift uh, towards some of the marketing. Do you, do you see that? How, I mean, what do you think about just kind of that shift, especially towards like our phone, which I think until recently has been kind of like – text messages have been kind of an off thing. Like you don't yeah. really market to people because that's like a personal uh, thing. I still don't like text and I'm in yeah. this field. Like I refuse to even do text informs through FI. I just, I, I don't think we're there yet. Um, I think it's an invasion of privacy still to an extent like email. Sure. Um, I still look at the circulars, honestly. Like, I mean, we go to my father-in-law's uh, for Thanksgiving and they put them all on the carpet in the living room and people lay out and look at them. Like for me, it's still the easiest way to do it because it's all right there versus like looking on my phone, going to several different websites, having the flash had a load on my, on my phone. So it's still so much easier for me to do it. Um, but yeah, we live in a, in a world now where a lot of people, I think, though, they know what they want, right? They go into Black Friday, Cyber Monday, knowing, like, I want these four things. So they happen to go to Walmart.com or they happen to go to Amazon. And while they're there, because Amazon's a goddamn circular in itself, right? Like, you have all these customized recommendations from the Amazon uh, platform. And then you have these deal of the days. And they only last for, like, 20 minutes. So, like... They, they create this sense of urgency. So uh, that's typically, if I'm going to be online, how I find out other deals. I don't ever look at them beforehand. I would go to Amazon and just like scroll through them. I rely on email. Um, if I get a text message from somebody, I'm going to hit the unsubscribe or stop button right away. So, but I mean, like it, people are even going as far as like Redcon does this now. They actually will leave voicemails on your phone. So um, it's, wow. it's interesting. Like you don't even, there's no ring. There's no ring at all. And you, all of a sudden you have this notification, you have a voicemail. And you listen to it, it's like, hey, this is Aaron Singerman. And then he talks about, like, and, like, literally the first time I got one, I thought Aaron literally left me a message because Aaron and I exchanged phone calls. He's like, hey, it's Aaron Singerman. And, like, I answered it, actually. No, it did ring. I answered it. And I was like, what up, Aaron? And then he goes into a vo fucking voicemail. And I was like, what is this shit? Um, but, like, they're so far in advance in terms of what they're doing for marketing. But, yeah, we're getting voicemails. We're getting SMS text messaging. We're going to be getting Facebook messages. They're going to pop up on Facebook Messenger. If we had visited that brand's page in the last three days, you bet your ass you're going to get a pop-up message from Facebook saying, like, here are our Black Friday deals. Like, this is – it's all going to come um, – anything that we've ever been on, we're going to see these ads. So I think in terms of, like, informative approach, awesome. Like, make sure you can hit anybody at anywhere at any time. Like, that is the whole – purpose of of marketing and with your geolocation set on your phone if you walked in a store within the last 45 days 
that store is going to be able to push you something, whether it's text messaging or if it's just a digital ad somehow saying like, you know, we know this person shops our store. They've been here in the last 45 days. Let's send them our Black Friday stuff. It's brilliant. It's brilliant marketing. I just don't consume my information that way yet. Um, and I, we're going to be forced to, Josh. Like, and brands who don't do this um, because they don't want to spend the money, like, why wouldn't you? I mean, Black Friday is an opportunity to get first-time buyers to try your product because you're offering something at an extreme discount. If you have their information, digital information somehow, put something in front of them. Like, do it. This is the time to do it because you're heavily discounting your brand to get them into the door. Um, then they might be a repeat purchaser and have customer loyalty from a one-time purchase and a one-time spend. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good introduction into a brand. Um, you know, kind of the flip side of that is when the brand's not really ready for maybe the uh, totality of sales or, you know, whatever, where a customer, this is the first time they buy something with you. They're like pumped. Then they get a bad customer experience with the shipping mm -hmm. element of it, or maybe the uh, taste of the product's not what they expected or, or something falls through. So it's also like a lot of times it's a make it or break it period for brands because, um, you know, they're going to introduce you to something that's pretty low and customers excited to get into that brand. But then if you don't uphold some of the things that you uh, or that consumer expects, then all of a sudden it looks kind of bad on you. So it's like you got to be ready for it as well. This holiday yeah. can really kind of crush you. I've had a few <laughs> kind of clients think, hey, we're going to do, you know, X thousand uh, shipments. And then all of a sudden they get, you know, three or four hundred percent more than what they expected. And they're like they're running out of shipping supplies. They're running out of product. They're running out of all kinds of things. And then you're stuck in this like weird phase of like saying sorry to customers because you didn't really understand what your demand was because, you know, some of the marketing vehicles or, or things, levers that you pulled work better than what you expected. Yeah. So you got to be prepared for this because it could be one of those things where it could just hurt you really bad as well. This is the, this is the area in which you'll, you'll never beat Amazon. You're never going to be able to beat Amazon because they're so automated with their logistical systems and their supply chain and how they get shit out the door to the consumers. Like there are robots that go and pick this shit, put it in a box and ship it out. We have human beings in these places doing this stuff, which means they have to work overnight. Um, I'll, I'll talk about Redcon again because they have some of the biggest Black Friday sales and like volume out of any of the brands within sports nutrition. They have a warehouse. I think it's an 80,000 square foot warehouse now in Boca. I think the actual warehouse space where they, they house product is like – 65,000 square feet. And it's a pretty automated system. It's actually become, come a long way from where they were at. But even in that facility, last time they ran like a really big sale, sometimes it took, it took them three days to get some of these people's shipments out. And, and that's not acceptable by Aaron Stairs and by Redcon Stairs. And they made it right. Like, obviously, they do the, we're sorry, here's a free box of MRE bars or whatever it might be. But like, now think about this. This is one of the largest brands now in sports nutrition. They're having issues with it, right? And they're going to do... 5x that volume on black friday like so i mean like temp people come in and they're working around the clocks you have fedex and ups and usps trucks that's lined up down the street like you have to make sure you have all this stuff ready because yes to josh's point this is a make this could be a make or break especially if you're a new brand and, like a first time experience in and it took you two weeks to get that product i don't care if you got me if you saved me 35 percent or not like i don't i i live in an amazon world where i can get my shit in two hours you made me wait two weeks it's just not worth i will pay extra for i pay 99 dollars a month for prime for a reason right so um as a brand and you're listening to this on thursday if you are or friday or maybe it's too late at this point for people listening to this podcast thinking shit you're right i didn't think about everything like to, to really be aggressive with a sales, like you have to have your logistical components down to a T. But I don't think 
brand owners for the most part uh, think that way. Now there are different ways to fulfill orders, right? Like you can, you can have your own warehouse where you're fulfilling shipments. You can do three PL, you can do a bunch of these different things, which maybe can help you. Um, but it's just, I don't know if anybody's ever ready though for the influx of orders that coming over black Friday, because it's super hard to forecast, especially if you're a newer brand, you don't have the traditional historical forecast data to go off of, you know, like uh, like a Redcon or a Nutribio or a, a, a Nutribolt or whatever who've been in business for several years, they have some, you know, historical data they can kind of run off of. But even then, like forecasting is the biggest bitch in all of all, all of business. Like it is one of the hardest things to do. Yeah, I mean, and I think one of the things that I always suggest brands to do is like stay ahead of the storyline. Like if you see that you're starting to fall behind and you're starting to struggle with whatever processes or procedures you put in place for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, uh, get out there and like talk about it on your own social media. Be like, hey, we're doing the best we can. We're falling a little bit behind. We've like done 300% more sales than what we thought we were going to do. We're going to get this stuff out to you as best we can. If you need this for a specific reason, um, you know, at a certain date, please contact us or whatever so then they can maybe uh, expedite a few of the orders that maybe have some type of um, – you know, date that needs to be there or something like that. So you need to kind of get in front of the story to make sure that people aren't waiting three weeks and be like, get no communication. They have no idea what's going on because then you start thinking the worst. You start creating your own story. And then all of a sudden you kind of fall apart there. So it's kind of sometimes eating crow and just telling people, hey, we thought we had this under control. We didn't. Uh, We're going to make this right. Don't worry about it. Um, and you know, we'll do the best we can to get this around. And I think that if you're straight up with consumers and you kind of tell them what's going on, the vast majority of them are okay with it. Yeah. Now the ones that maybe aren't usually they're going to like Amazon right off the bat anyways, because Amazon doesn't have an excuse. They can't have an excuse. Even if they got 400% more sales this black Friday than they did last black Friday, it doesn't matter. They still are expected to get things next day or two day or people literally will get their order for free. Mm-hmm. So Amazon doesn't really have that kind of luxury to be able to do um, things a little bit different. So uh, if you are concerned about getting your products, just shop with an Amazon and things because you have a lot more of an expectation on uh, when you're going to get that product. You know, Unfortunately, when you're shopping directly with a brand, sometimes systems break, sometimes processes break. Uh, they break for a reason, and then you just become better for next time. But you have to be courteous to that breaking because you really have no way of like being uh, omnipresent in the sense of like knowing mm-hmm. everything at all times. Yeah. And, and as a brand, like you have to be okay with that. It's going to happen. I mean, I, I understand you're going to be harder. And nobody wants to provide bad customer service ever, but also like no one's going to be perfect. Shit's going to yeah. slip through the cracks. You have human beings packing these things. Um, looking at order sheets, sometimes they're misread. Yes, uh, I know if you're in a digital era and you have scan systems, you can scan it to make sure you got everything off correctly to make it kind of idiot proof. But like, it still happens, and yeah. shipment can get lost from the from the mail carrier. That stuff happens all the time. It can get delivered to the wrong address. Like these are all things that can happen, especially during this time of year, um, because there are between Black Friday and like New Year's, the the post office and the shipping services are fucking crazy in terms of how busy they are. Uh, they work super long hours. Like, kudos to those people because, yeah. like, I couldn't do it. I don't want to do it. Um, and so it's going it, to – I'm excited about Black Friday this year. I wish we had, like, a way to calculate the total revenue within this industry yeah. over, over Black Friday, Cyber Money, just to see, like, what type of impact. Because I would say most, most shoppers in general 
are price conscious and, and overall, I think, in, in the, like there are some who don't give a fuck. Like buying a Louis Vuitton bag is whatever. But in this industry, I think price is like a, a massive play in a consumer's decision to purchase because, I mean, you look at the type of uh, numbers that C4 does at, at Costco because it's so cheap too in that, in that multi-pack. And like we are a price-driven and, – and most of the comments I see online too are like, but it's too expensive. It's, you know, what's the price? I want, I want the cheapest pre-workout that's going to give me, a, you know, X, Josh. Yeah. So like when they get an opportunity to actually get that cheap pre-workout that's going to get them X – how many are converting and how much higher of an influx is it, um, you know, in terms of sales data through, you know, you look at January through December, is it like a flat line and all of a sudden comes Black Friday, you got this massive fucking Mount St. Helens spike and then back down, like, and then basically down into the tank? Like, I don't know. Um, but I would think based on the price conscious consumer that I believe a lot of us are versus, you know, versus like there are certain pocket of people who only care about his quality they'll pay more but that's just like a small portion of the percentage like i think that they must do massive numbers over this weekend yeah it'd be cool if there was a similar thing that like adobe analytics does the top 100 websites that's how they kind of track um how many online sales happen through black friday but that's obviously not any of the direct to consumer sites in our industry at all so it'd be nice if we had like some one that was industry specific for like the top 100 direct to consumer sites so we'd be able to like see how the sales go um, over that time frame, but um, to your point, like the biggest uh, driver of people that are buying on direct or on um, Black Friday is also like steep discounts. It's mm -hmm. uh, that's usually the driver. That's the biggest driver across um, uh, any kind of purchase behavior. The second one's like I think one-off promotion, so something that's like you haven't really seen before or, or something, maybe it's an exclusive product or, or something like that for that day. Um, so those are usually the drivers. And then in our industry, price is very sensitive um, in terms of where the buyers happen. So you are going to see um, a, probably a, an influx of people buying product during Black Friday because they're seeing more of a uh, discount, you know, 30, 40% off of their pre-workouts or whatever. You can load up and actually buy three or four months worth of things, which you uh, for the same price of like six months. So like sometimes people get to that level. You see the uh, average cart value go up during uh, this time because people are kind of uh, loading up or, or stocking up in terms of their purchase habits. Um, another interesting thing that I found when I was looking at like the uh, Black Friday behavior is around that the vast majority, I think it was like 40% of people had did no planning going into that day. So it was all off of impulse, which gets back to like all these different marketing um, levers. We're talking about like SMS or email or Instagram or Pinterest or um, whatever it is. Like if you can hit them in a certain way at a certain time, there's an impulse that goes with Black Friday and, and Cyber Monday because people aren't going in with like an intent, like a plan. There are a, a select amount of people that are doing, but there was actually more people that didn't have a plan than did have a plan yeah. last year. So you could get a bunch of people that are just, you know, like I said, 86% of Americans are going to be spending some type of money on Black Friday. And if 40% or so of these people don't have a plan at all, all you need to do is hit them the right way at the right time with the right price. And you're going to get some aspect of that money of that wallet. Yeah. Um, I want to finish the episode talking about like how brands can do this. I think a lot of people sometimes like consumers are like, but how can you sell a TV for $120, right? Well, we're going to talk about sports nutrition because that's the field that we, we kind of play in, but like how can brands do a 50% discount plus a duffel bag plus a sweatshirt, um, that then they start to think as a consumer, like, you know, there's a couple of things like, oh, they, either they don't understand it and they're just like, oh, it's a sale, right? It is what it is. Or there are some consumers who think be like, 
how cheap is this product? Like, how cheap are these products that I'm buying that they can afford to give me such a big discount and all this free shit? Um, I would say, like, you guys have to remember, too, like, if you're getting, say you're getting free swag, these brands are forecasting what they think they're going to do for the weekend and not what they think they're going to do in terms of volume. And they buy a lot of this shit, like so much of it that the swag is almost fucking free. <laughs> like, I mean, they're paying pennies for some of this stuff to have their logo on it because they're just buying so much of it. And the same can be said for product too. Like you have in the production schedule, you know, you're going to have like a massive Black Friday sale and you want, you know, your number one selling skew is Total War uh, pre-workout of this flavor. You can kind of plan for that and maybe run volumes at a higher than normal level. You're, uh, you get a, a, a decreased toll rate through the manufacturer, which means it's cheaper for you to produce that product for that one time weekend. So like, that's one thing to, th- to, to think about, like, they're not necessarily making a cheap product, and that's why they can give you these discounts. They're planning for this months and months and months ahead of time, like Josh said. Yeah, I mean, there's one way to look at that, and then the other way is you know you're going to have a loss on the one transaction, which you're okay with, because you're also paying um, with actually like whatever it took the market uh, to get that person actually to purchase for you. And then you're hoping if you kind of meet everything from a customer uh, experience level and everything, then you're going to have a, uh, a chance at more sales. Mm-hmm. And then that increases your customer lifetime value. And then over time, you're going to get that margin back. So you might not get it back on the second order, maybe the third order, the fourth order, but you're okay losing money on that one particular order because then they're in the system. If they had a good experience, then all of a sudden you're going to be able to uh, sell them some more things and everything should work out fine if you do what you need to do. And there's mm-hmm. not a lot of like uh, bounce rate or, or drop off or anything like that. So you have to look at this a ton of different ways. Sometimes a brand is okay on a one-time losing money, so don't think it's just like a quality thing. There is uh, usually in sports nutrition products, there is a good amount of margin. So you know, if somebody gives you 50% off, they usually are breaking even or still making a little bit of money. But um, overall, they also had to market you. They also had to give some freebies. They had to do all these things. So a lot of times, they're losing money on that one purchase. And then hopefully, if you like the product you enjoy the brand, you'll buy something in January, you'll buy something in March, you'll buy something in July, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're up 100 bucks over the lifetime as you as a customer, and all is well and good. Yeah, uh, and there's a thing called, in the digital marketing world, called a pixel, so immediately as soon as you visit that website, like, now they know basically who you are, your number, but now they can attract people who are just like you. So you came to the site with the intent to purchase, so now I can attract 20 people who have a search history very similar to yours, who have visited certain websites to now market to them too. So losing money is yes, uh, you know, in terms of like, if you're talking about like dollars and cents, but are you really? That's another question. I mean, those who understand digital marketing know like the cost of doing business and Black Friday is the time of the year to get all that fucking data and own it. And it's, uh, it's remarkable how much data these brands and how much data that people own on us, Josh. Like literally, I mean, it's as simple as like we just had a, we just a half hour long podcast talking about Redcon 1 and sports nutrition and we talked about Walmart.com. I guarantee Josh goes on his phone in the next 20 minutes and a Walmart.com ad pops up because it listens to you. So you know it. it, it and it's probably a Black Friday ad. So there you go. There's your circular <laughs> in 2019. Uh, if you guys like the show, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on iTunes, uh, Spotify, and on YouTube. You can watch us there. Make sure you visit us on social media. We're on Facebook, as, uh, and you can check us out on LinkedIn, anywhere and everywhere we pretty much are. So Josh's face is on every billboard in America. He's, he's like one of those attorneys who wants to put their face out there in case you get into an accident. Just call, call Jay Shaw. 
right? That's uh, we need to we need to do that. We that, do that'll work do well. That. Yeah, one hundred hurt me one, and that'll be <laughs> that'll take it to us. Uh, until next time, we appreciate you guys listening. Take care. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Podcast, and more. Follow us along on our social media channels. We're on Facebook, Two Guys, One Cup, Instagram, and Twitter.